Oh my gosh. Welcome back. Holy moly. How are you? <laughs> this is Sierra or a Wayfaring Mystic. I'm so happy you're here. Um, listening to the podcast. Um, no ads yet. No uh, plugs except here at the top of the podcast. I'd love to invite you to uh, join me on Patreon. Um, away from mystic um, you can also find me on instagram there facebook which is not as active uh, but for my patreon right now um, i am offering weekly or bi-weekly live stream yoga classes and then after those happen you'll be able to find them there'll be a cache of them i'm offering um, moon blog insights tarot reading insights all kinds of awesome stuff over there. So if you're interested at all in any of that, I'd love to see you. I'm hoping to uh, get a good community going. So yeah, I would love to see you over there in Patreon. But right now, for today, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the power of three. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to get into, like, the uh, ancient aliens uh, craziness around the power of three. You can uh, get into some pretty crazy rabbit holes around three and why three is such a crazy thing um, across the world in all religions, right? But I'm going to talk about it a little bit. So let's dive into that background. So the number three or the theory of three is pretty prevalent across the world. So, you know, we have in most Christian faiths, there's, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Catholicism, at least. Um, and there are three wise men. Um, in the Tao, there were three jewels. Um, in the, there's three knots in the Celtic cross. There's three little waves in the um, Celtic uh, symbol, um, the famous symbol that everyone sees everywhere. And in spirituality, there's the thought of three as well. Um, in spirituality, the thought of three comes from thinking of yourself as an ego, a body, and a spirit. Pretty similar to Father, Son, Holy Ghost, um, which is really, really interesting um, how impactful that has been sort of in this like spiritual movement. But it's been my experience that thinking of ego, body, and spirit as three, so their own entities, is something that's well taught. Um, whether, you know, it's in a yoga class, they're saying, you know, let go of your ego, shut down your mind, move into the present, feel into the body. Um, pranayama is into this, you know, it gets into the clearing of the body, it changes the heart rate, it, you know, your breath, the power of breath, sort of the superpower of being a human. And, you know, it, they're early, early on in my 
you know, moving forward of all the spiritual teachings, working with different types of teachers and moving into all of this stuff, I was like, yes, this makes so much sense. I just need to control my ego, um, feel into my body through, you know, an asana practice or the movement part of, you know, the eight limbs of yoga. And then also like meditate and listen to my intuition and I'll live a balanced life. Well, that's not what I feel or think anymore. (laughs) Um, I don't know how many of you listening have tried to do these things, but sometimes it can be really fucking hard um, to forget your ego, to remember to breathe, to um, even remember to move your body. And I will be straight up honest here in this quarantine here in the United States where shit is still crazy. Um, I'm still pretty much only leaving my house once or twice a week. Um, and I went through this phase in these double cancer new moon cycles where I was full on depressed. I say was as if I'm fully over it. I'm not sure that I am. Um, but I was like, not only depressed, but also like a little bit nihilistic, right? Like I hate everyone. I don't want to see anyone. I just want to lay on the couch and stare at the ceiling and I'm not going to brush my teeth or shower or even feed my body or meditate or do yoga or do any of these things that I know that I should be doing because what's the point? Not only not do these things that I should be doing, but like not even consciously be thinking about, oh, I have the tools to make myself feel better. I was so deep into it that I didn't even know how to make myself feel better because I didn't want to. And I was having these horrific, horrific tension headaches multiple times a week, Um, like full on, can't see, just awfulness. And so it was that pain my physical body saying, hey, something is not right here. You need to figure your shit out and take care of me for me to begin a journey of feeling better. Now, this has been at least a month, if not a month and a half. Um, So my first step was I cut out coffee. Coffee, gone. Now that's a lie. I think I maybe had three espresso shots and two cups of coffee in the last month and a half. Uh, (laughs) I really love it. So that's a great accomplishment. Um, But getting rid of that caffeine, you know, allowing my body, my adrenal system to reset, not only coffee, but fuck the booze, all alcohol out um, completely. That's been about again, a month and a half or two months of actually no booze at all. Um, I've been supplementing here with some really, really yummy CBD drinks. If I really, really need something to help me relax, um, and then it really works and it works better than booze and I'm in love with them. Um, so I can maybe share some of those if y'all want, um, on my Instagram, but I digress. So, I start taking these tiny little baby steps to move myself towards feeling better. Cut coffee, cut booze, 
Um, then I look towards feeling the helplessness that I felt of, I can't do this on my own. Like I cannot get my mind right enough and my body right enough to be able to start making choices for me to feel better on my own. So I got a massage. I scheduled a 90 minute massage and when I got there, um, the lovely, lovely, lovely woman that I always go to see, I told her what was going on. I told her about my tension headaches. I told her about the, the depression that I was feeling. And she offered me to have some cupping in my massage. I have never had cupping done to my body until this point, simply because I just hadn't. I just was feeling really well before you know a lot of this year with consistent reiki and massage sections so i was like okay yeah um absolutely let's do that so get into my massage i'm fully relaxed i'm feeling amazing i can feel the tension sort of moving away and move into like a meditative state right like i'm not a talker on the meditation table i close my eyes and i meditate and i really try to be present and breathe into the muscle regions that they're working on and try to find a spiritual release with the physical right so here's the first thing about why i think the ego body spirit as individual entities uh theory just is kind of bullshit, right? So in a massage, I'm breathing to help in a meditation release what is being held in my body because something happened in my mind that caused me to hold a feeling or an emotion in this part of my body. Hmm. They're connected. Who to thunk, right? I think that this is like the origin of this theory, right? Body, mind, spirit all need to be working together. We are all three. We are a holistic approach to all three of these things. But in the Instagram culture of these three things and the way that I was taught starting in the mid 2000s, you know, this all became, it became, here's what you do to help your ego. Here's what you do to help your spirit. And here's what you do to help the body. And they, they're, they're, you can't, you can't distill them this far. You can't, you can't, separate them in that way. What you do to heal your body also heals your spirit and in turn heals your mind, right? So I'm breathing. I'm trying to get, you know, full release from this massage. We move into the cupping portion. She uses the glass cup. So it's not like a pump where it's like fully suctioned in so i feel a little like heat from the flame and i smell um you know a little bit of what's going on and she places the cups on and i instantly get this feeling of like oh shit this is amazing this is what i'm missing and i 
I don't, I go into such a deep meditative state that I don't remember consciously right now, trying to recall what, what happens. Um, I do know that, you know, she had moved through the entire backside of my body, um, mostly in terms of like shoulders, neck, arms. And she went down to my feet and my legs to massage those while we had the cups on. Next thing I know, I come back into my body, into my consciousness. I feel my heart slowly begin to start racing. It's a weird sentence, but that's what happened. It was like, gradually my heart started racing and being someone that lives with anxiety and has experienced anxiety and full on panic attacks before, I recognize this as a panic attack. And I'm so deep in this meditation that I'm just observing this. I'm like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) I feel so safe. I feel so held. I feel so relaxed. Why is my heart racing? And so I try to, to use my pranayama, my breath, and breathe through this thing that's that my body is reacting to and it's it's getting worse right so my palms are getting really sweaty I'm getting this really intense urge to just jump up from the table um and and I know in my mind well that's okay here's another thing is it my higher consciousness which some would call the spirit or my ego mind that is a that is sort of the rational one here, right? So my the assumption would be that my ego mind is the one that's like, you need to get the fuck out of this room. You need to stop whatever you're doing right now because this is really scary and my adrenaline is now pumping and your fight or flight has kicked in. And my spirit is observing this thinking, what the fuck, you're crazy. This is so silly. Just shut up. Um, but we can't because we are all three of these things. My ego is, is afraid, which triggered my adrenaline, which is making my heart race, which is making my palms sweat. Um, I'm feeling this need, this urge to get up off the table. And all the while, I'm still able to retain myself in this higher consciousness And I had to physically, you know, make the choice to, you know, stop my silence and say to my, you know, my massage therapist, hey, I'm feeling like I'm having a panic attack. And I think that she was a little taken aback by how calmly I was able to say this (laughs) because she was just kind of like, oh, Oh, okay, yeah. And as soon as she removed the cups, this feeling went away. She was also super shocked that my body had responded so well. There was already all of this, you know, this blood surfacing, this energy movement to the surface of my body. Um, It had only been, she said, about, you know, five or six minutes. Now, this is my first coming experience. I'm, I'm going back to have another massage in 
a week. So I'm just going to try it again. Um, so I don't know if this is really, that was really a normal amount of time, but she said that like it was, it seemed to have really started circulating some blood flow to certain areas. It took me about, you know, after that massage, which was a step towards my mental health, I started having all of these feelings and thoughts around this theory of three. Having had that profound experience of not being able to separate my body from my ego and my ego from my higher consciousness and sort of feeling, I did not feel trapped. I know some people feel trapped in their bodies. Um, I did not feel that, but I did sort of have this shift happen in processing that massage experience to this awakening of, hey, my body is living and breathing an autonomous thing that I need to take care of. Almost, I see this on Instagram all the time, but it didn't make sense at all until recently. It's almost as if I am one of my lovely apartment plants or I am my lovely little kitten Herman. Um, my body is its own universe and it needs to be cared for. And in caring for my body, I am able to clear my mind, control and wrestle that puppy of an ego that I have. Um, and then I'm able to fully be present and conscious and aware and move into my higher self to experience the world they're not you're not able to separate them um if you have experiences that differ from this please share them with me but any person that i have have interacted with and again none of this made sense to me until about a month ago and it's taken me processing this so much like i woke up i had one of those 3 a.m downloads this week about like a very intense full body release and healing. Like it's, it's still, I'm still fleshing it out. I'm still processing it, but that's the beauty of walking this path, right? Like if you are listening to this podcast, you are walking a path in which you want to be the best version of yourself that you can be and have grace and be present and understand all of these different pieces of yourself. Kudos to you for walking this path. Don't stop yourself from an evolution just because something you used to believe doesn't resonate with you anymore. This is a journey. It's called a path. It's not called a sit down. <laughs> it's not called um, a, I don't even know. I'm just thinking of someone like holding a boulder. Um, you're not Atlas, right? Um, that that's not the right reference. Um, Atlas Shrugged is the book with the guy and the, the earth on his back, I think, um, on the cover. Anyway, <laughs> you are able to move forward and develop your understanding. So when it comes to 
this spirit, body, ego, power of three specifically, I really want you to do a deep dive in your life and maybe evaluate your understanding of how connected these three pieces are. You cannot escape or shut out your ego. You cannot escape or ignore your body. And you cannot escape or ignore your intuition. Eventually, something will happen, like my depression and my tension headaches, that will bring you back to understanding your toolkit. Now, I say you cannot, but that's sort of, you know, not truly accurate. You can ignore anything all you want, but you're here with me, which means you are choosing to grow. And I invite you to evaluate your growth in this new way through the power of three this week. That's it for me. I hope you are doing super, super fucking well and you're staying very, very safe and you are healthy and strong and able to be the best version that you can be. Um, I hope to see you over at my Patreon, a Wayfaring Mystic, or on my Instagram. Herman just knocked a muffin tin off the counter. All right. I love you all. Stay safe.